السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته الحمد لله رب العالمين الحمد لله رب العالمين الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم الحمد لله على نعمة الإسلام we thank the Almighty Allah Lord of the heavens and the earth and what is between them we adore him we glorify him we seek his blessings on the noblest of mankind Muhammad his household his companions and the generality of Muslims till the last are Amin we ask Allah to accept all our worship as acts of righteousness and we seek his forgiveness towards our shortcomings. Amen. Brothers and sisters in Islam, I'm greeting you once again with the best of greetings. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. We're in the ninth day of Ramadan and I hope we're actually utilizing this blessed month as much as we can. I pray that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in his infinite mercies accept it from us as ibadah. Amen. Now, so before I slide into today's episode proper, let me first clarify some things from yesterday's episode. Now, the two actually based on uh, the performing of Guslu. Now, so the first thing is where I mentioned saying of Bismillah. When you want to say Bismillah, you have to actually check the environment in which you are performing Guslu because when you are performing Guslu in a toilet or in a bathroom which has a toilet in it, you are not supposed to voice out the Bismillah. You're not supposed to voice it out. You're supposed to say it inwardly with your lips moving. And then the second thing I want to clarify is where I said the use of mild soap to clean the pirates. And I specifically mentioned females. The males can also use it. The reason why I actually mentioned females specifically is because one of the major things that necessitates a female performing ghost flow is hydro. And at times, when you're performing ghost flow, washing your privates three times is not... Uh, enough for you to you know clean your privates properly that's why i recommended the use of mouth soap before you actually perform ghostly but if for you you wash your privates three times with water and you are good to go then you can always perform your ghostly but you should always take note that you don't perform ghostly with soap it's only with water now on to today's episode of the program improper Let's see the Atkar segment. So these Atkars are one of the most common, one of the most compulsory, and one of the most forgotten Atkars. Yes, yes. So what are these Atkars? They are the Atkars we see when we are about to enter the toilet and when we are leaving the toilet. Why do we say it is one of the most common? Now, this is because not a day will pass by except that the son of adam will feel the need to clean himself or to relieve himself also we say it is one of the most compulsory yet the most forgotten uh atkar yet the most forgotten sunnah why do we say this in order to understand this we need to actually first define what a toilet is of course the general definition of toilet is a place of relief but what is actually the in-depth definition of a toilet now a toilet is the home of shaitan shayatins the home of unclean spirits in it lies evil and the fact that you don't actually see it doesn't mean it is not there after all we are not seeing corona and we know it is actually here exactly so let me even tell you something wonderful yes do you know that no matter how clean your toilet is no matter how neat no matter how nice it smells it is still the home of unclean spirits so no matter the amount of uh, money you spend building your toilets, making it comfortable, just know it is still the home of unclean spirits. Yes, it's the home of jeans. They love it. They eat there. They sleep there. They wake up there. They just stay. They do everything there. It is their home. It is where Allah has uh, permitted them to stay now. 
so the evil genes they love to see our nakedness it makes them happy they want to own us and what better permission can we actually give them than to enter the toilet without our at car it's, it's just as if we are telling them that yeah my people i'm here to entertain you you know now most of most of us actually even funny you know, we'll be talking recklessly in the toilet, we'll be singing, and then if you ask what they are singing too, they will say it's Nashid. Nashid, <laughs> sorry, you must sing. So it is actually important we see this Atkar before we enter the bathroom. What is this Atkar? Now, Bismillah, Bismillah, in the name of Allah, Allahumma, oh Allah, in me, indeed. Bismillah, Allahumma, in the name of Allah, oh Allah, in me, indeed, a'udhu bika, I seek your protection, I seek your refuge, minal, from, khubthi, male, unclean spirits, wa, and khobaith, female, unclean spirit. you find it in Sahih Buhari, book 145, so, Bismillah, Allahumma, in me, a'udhu bika, minal, khubthi, wal khobaith, now, so, after seeing this, after you enter the bathroom with your left leg, or you enter the toilet with your left leg, because it is sunnah, and then, when you come out, you do, so with your right leg and you say gufranaka you seek for allah's forgiveness you find this in sunan abu Dawood, book 2 hadith 387 why do we seek for allah's forgiveness when we come out of the bathroom now the reason is because when you enter the bathroom you are not remembering allah so it's it's uh it's like a waste of time it's like you're actually doing something without remembering allah it is the only place where we are not perf- when a bit when we are not um when we're not permitted to actually praise Allah or remember Allah verbally, so you're asking for Allah's forgiveness, you're asking Him to forgive you for not remembering Him in this period now. So, Alhamdulillah, I mean, uh, to this to the Quran segment of today's episode. In our previous episode, we discussed uh, Surah Al Falak, one Naswa, a class, while Masad, Alhamdulillah. So, today we'll be discussing Surah Al Nasr. Now, so uh, it got its name from the first verse of the surah, from the first verse, and it is a Madani surah with three verses, the 110th chapter of the Quran. Now, it's actually one of my favorites because it depicts the victory of uh, Islam and then the fact that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is ever ready to accept our repentance, subhanAllah. So let me read the surah, which is translation. Now, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. In the name of Allah, the most beneficent, the most merciful. When the victory of Allah has come and the conquest, the conquest we're talking about here is the conquest of Makkah. And you see the people entering into the religion of Allah in multitudes. Then praise your Lord and ask him for his forgiveness indeed your lord is ever accepting of repentance now so uh the victory referred to in this surah like i've mentioned is the conquest of mecca and um before the revelation of this surah the arab tribes they were actually awaiting the settlement uh, the settlement of conflicts between the Quraysh and the Muslims before they accept Islam. And they used to say that if Muhammad actually prevails over his people, he would indeed be a prophet. So when that was eventually accomplished, people accepted Islam in large numbers, in multitudes. And in two years' time, the entire Arabian Peninsula was dominated by Islam so that every Arab tribe declared its belief 
in Islam, subhanAllah. So the surah was revealed after the conquest of Mecca and few months to the death of the Prophet Also, after the surah was revealed, we have a narration by Umm Habiba, may Allah be pleased with her, that uh, the Prophet said he would leave the world that year. Upon hearing this, his daughter Fatima, may Allah subhanAllah, subhanahu wa ta'ala be pleased with her, she wept. Then he completed his statement by saying, Amongst my family members, you'll be the first to join me. And upon hearing this, she actually laughed. So now, this is something for us to ponder upon. If your, if our family member, if someone in our family was on his deathbed, and at that point tells us that the next person after me will be you, is this something we are going to laugh about? Or is this something we are going to cry about this is this is enough reminder that we should always be prepared for death because death is not something that will come and knock of your house that ah eh until i'm coming to greet you in the next two weeks no 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 death will not give you any notification it just comes so sudden so unexpected so you have to always prepare you have to always prepare for any eventualities make it easy for us so after the revelation of this surah the Prophet ﷺ kept praising Allah and asking for forgiveness. Subhanallah, astaghfirullah, subhanallah, astaghfirullah. While sitting, while standing, he kept glorifying Allah and seeking forgiveness. That is the Prophet of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Someone whom Allah has forgiven his shortcomings. Someone that Allah has promised that Jannah to But look at us. Look at us. We don't want to do anything yet. We want to attain our Jannah to Firdaus. Not even just Al-Jannah. We want to attain Al-Jannah to Firdaus. Subhanallah. We don't want to do anything. What is our problem? May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgive us and enable us, may enable us to engage in more good deeds. Amen. So, what are the lessons that we've learned from this surah? What are the lessons? The very first lesson is that victory is only from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He makes it, he gives who he wants. He gives who he wills. It is only if you are victorious over anything, you should know that it is from Allah's mercy. It is not because you were hardworking. It is not because you were hardworking. The second thing is that we should always remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when we are victorious. It's not a time for us to start celebrating, throwing parties up and down. No. When you are victorious, you ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for forgiveness. You glorify him. You give out charity. You make him you 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 make Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala realize that yes, you are grateful, you are grateful for what he has done for you because you know it is not by your power. And then the third lesson from this surah is that Allah is always accepting your repentance. So never think it is too late. Whether you are performing the major sins or the minor sins, always ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala subhanahu wa ta'ala for forgiveness always ask him for forgiveness he's always ready to forgive you he's telling you to come so that he will forgive you so what what exactly is your excuse what exactly are you waiting for do you still need an alarm the alarm is already here in front of you it's something you recite every day every day every day and yet you don't ask for forgiveness may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgive us may forgive our shortcomings and may enable us to perform more acts of ibadah more acts of righteousness for his sake for his sake alone amen now alhamdulillah this brings us to the end of today's 
episode. Until next time, subhanakallahumma wa bihamdik. Ashadu Allah ilaha illa ant. Astagfirullah wa atubu ilayh. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.